Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Friday, December 8th. Hope you're doing well today as we move toward the weekend and as we wrap up this podcast week, uh, journeying towards Jesus through the Advent season. And uh, it's been a beautiful start to the Advent season. So thankful for uh, the art that has uh, already been produced. Uh, I've gotten a sneak peek of uh, this week's artwork, which is uh, really amazing, and uh, listened to a few of the songs that have been produced. And uh, man, just such such a wonderful expression of the creativity and the beauty of uh, all that Jesus is doing among us as uh, as people, the gifting and talent that he's given to us uh, as, as a body, uh, and also a great expression of the beauty of these four uh, names, representations of the identity of Jesus. Wonderful counselor, as we looked at last week, Mighty God, which we will be looking at this week, Everlasting Father, and then Prince of Peace. Uh, just as a note of clarity, we've gotten this question a lot Um we will be on the 24th of December in the morning at the 8.30 and the 10.30, uh, celebrating the fourth Sunday of Advent, which will be uh, the Prince of Peace Sunday. And then uh, the evening will be a 6 p.m. candlelight service. We're just going to have one. Um, and so come early because we're going to be cramming people in, I'm sure. Uh, but we want to be all together to celebrate the birth of Jesus, uh, to light candles, and to remember together uh, the the coming of Christ. And so that will be coming on uh, Christmas Eve evening. Today, I want to just uh, talk a little bit as we go into the Behold the Lamb of God show, a concert, and story tomorrow about the idea of story and how important the darkness of Advent is. Uh, for many of us, if you've particularly grown up in the, um, the evangelical church uh, and really the North American culture, uh, you probably uh, don't associate the darkness with Advent. Uh, darkness is really associated for us much more with January after uh, the lights are all taken down and the celebrations are all done. Uh, January tends to be kind of the dark days of, of winter. But in reality, both from a calendar perspective and from a church calendar perspective, the intent is for Advent to be the dark days. Uh, the uh, winter solstice, the shortest day of the year will be coming just a few days before Christmas, and um, the daylight hours are getting less and less, so there's more literal darkness. But the story of Christmas is really about a people in darkness. In fact, if you go to that Isaiah 9 prophecy, uh, you know that that prophecy is spoken to um, those who walk in darkness. The, the darkness of the world around us is really the anticipation of Jesus that will come. And it's in that darkness that we recognize the beauty of redemption. Well, let me say it another way. If we're not willing to recognize the darkness, the darkness in our own lives, the darkness of the world around us, it's hard to fully celebrate the beauty of Jesus who has come. We have to be willing to embrace the darkness of the world, the darkness of our own hearts, in order to recognize the weight and the power of redemption. Uh, as we are going to look at this week, Jesus, uh, as mighty God, is not very mighty if he's saving us from not much, if our sins are not that big of a deal. But if uh, indeed our, our sins are grievous, and if the darkness in our hearts is really, really dark indeed, if the darkness of the world is, uh, is quite dark and uh, quite broken, 
then the God who comes to redeem those things, the God who steps in, is mighty indeed. He is uh, he is worthy of praise. And so as we come into the Christmas season, I, I, in the midst of all of the light, in the midst of all of the beauty, in the midst of all of uh, the celebrations, the songs, the gifts, uh, the the twinkle lights, and all that goes with the Christmas season, I, I want to encourage you to take some time to wrestle with the darkness, to recognize the brokenness of our fallen world, to recognize the brokenness of our own hearts as uh, those who are struggling to be able to follow Jesus well, uh, to recognize our sin and our brokenness. Because what ends up happening most of the time is that we, um, we push through the Christmas season and we rely on the lights and we rely on the songs and we rely on uh, the gifts and the parties and the food and the drink and all that goes with it. And then January brings a crash. I was uh, joking with someone uh, just a, a couple days ago that um, when, when we gather, uh, sorry, when we go through the, uh, the Christmas season, uh, people tend to push off their needs. So I don't get uh, as many calls during Christmas because people are saying, well, I'll just kind of get through the season. And then what happens is by the time I get to the second week of January, um, I'm, I've got a deluge of calls and they're all crisis because everything's been pushed off because we haven't admitted the darkness of our hearts and we haven't allowed the Christ of Christmas to press in. And those things are so vitally important for us. And so I want to encourage you during the season to recognize our brokenness so that we would be able to recognize the beauty of the one who makes whole those broken things, the broken things of our lives. I also just want to make a quick note. It was so beautiful to be with so many of you on uh, first Wednesday, Wednesday night, uh, the first Wednesdays that we've had uh, in uh, the last several months have just been sweet times, uh, real markers of the presence of God and the goodness of God. And uh, I've been so thankful for those times and so thankful for uh, those of you who have gathered. We really prayed into the community around us and uh, spend some time uh, recognizing the authority that we've been given as the church and the invitation. And uh, I would even offer command that we've been given to uh, to take responsibility for the, the community around us, not just us, but the church more broadly than that. And so it was really a, a privilege to step into that uh, with all of you and to, and to listen and to recognize that God's calling us. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but there were several prophetic words of the fact that God is calling us to step forward. And uh, that's the final thing I want to say to us today as we go into this weekend. Um, The Behold the Lamb of God uh, concert that's coming recognizes both the darkness and the light, recognizes the totality of the story. It's a beautiful depiction of the fact that the world is broken and that Jesus has stepped into a broken world in order to bring hope. And so I want to encourage you to embrace the fullness of that, to recognize that God's calling us. And so when we start to sing of the redemption of God, when we start to recognize that the Lamb of God has come to take away the sin of the world, to take away the brokenness of the world, and to bring wholeness and to bring hope, he does that absolutely through Jesus himself having come. But he also does that through you and me, and we need to be people who are willing to step forward, to uh, be those who are, um, are are the hands and feet of Jesus, uh, the, the body of Christ, as it were, taking on uh, flesh and bone in the world around us. 
And so I want to encourage us as we go into this holiday season to look for ways that we can represent the beauty of Jesus in the world around us. There were uh, a a large number of us on Wednesday night that prayed for a a greater fullness of the Spirit in our lives, uh, an increased filling. And I said on the way out at the end of uh, Wednesday night, I want to say again, if you pray that prayer, have your eyes open, have your ears open, listen for what God's saying, watch for what God might be doing, because it's likely that if you've prayed that more of the Spirit would come, it's likely that he's going to be inviting you in to the work that he has. And I believe that's going to happen this weekend. Uh, You and I are going to have opportunities to uh, speak the story of Jesus, listen to the story of the people around us, and uh, declare the goodness of God. And so I pray that you have a great rest of the day today. I pray that you would be able to be refreshed uh, over the uh, course of this weekend. And as we gather together, uh, many of us for Behold the Lamb, uh, that we would celebrate together uh, the beauty of this season, um, even in the midst of uh, that remembrance of darkness. And that um, as we gather together on Sunday to celebrate our mighty God, to remember who he is, we would recognize because of the great darkness in which we've walked, Uh, we can celebrate the light of the God who has come. Have a great rest of the day. May the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you sense his spirit in you, uh, transforming you from the inside out and flowing from you to a waiting and watching world. Have a great rest of the day, a great weekend. I will look forward to seeing you on Sunday and uh, back with you again next week. Grace and peace to you.